Hello, hello, hello. You have now tuned in into Self-Reflections with Donna. Get cozy, pull up a chair, find your favorite spot to relax, grab your journal and or your favorite beverage. It's time for Self-Reflections. Here we look at ways to reflect on our past that will encourage our present and project joy and happiness into our future. Once again, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your host, Donna. And I am so excited to be with you again. I'm happy that we are all still here in the land of the living, as though they say sometimes in church. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for every opportunity that I have to just wake up and share my my feelings and my thoughts and, um, you know, with you. And I'm just so grateful that you know, that there are platforms like this. I was just thinking the other day where we can express ourselves and, you know, um, there are places where we can share with others. I think when I think about living together as a community, a lot of it comes through living with others and and sharing in their experiences, you know? And so I just want to say thank you for being a part of my journey and my experiences. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just grateful. And I just wanted to say thank you up front. So today's podcast is going to be a little different. The title of my podcast is Dreaming Again. And the reason why I titled it Dreaming Again is because sometimes we have these big dreams that we'll start or, you know, we'll make attempts at and we don't always uh, feel like we've accomplished them or or even dreams that we did accomplish because I've had several dreams that I wanted to accomplish and I actually did it. Um, but then there are points where I feel stuck. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. Like you're just, you're not going backwards, but you're not really going forward. And you've gotten to this like really weird place or a comfortable place and now it's hard to transition to the next thing you know um, whatever that next thing is that God has for us so I was thinking about the words dreaming and dreaming again and what that means because I have this thing called I too did a dream right and so because I did a dream what are my dreams um but am I able to to continue that can I dream it again can I dream a new dream you know And then when I think about um, what God's dream is for me, um, I realize that God, he dreams differently than we do. You know, Um, God's dream is to free us from the things we feel imprisoned by. And um, that gives me comfort to know that I can feel confident and happy because I know that his dream is to free me. Um, It's not to keep me bound and to have me live in a life of confusion and unhappiness and not feeling fulfilled and satisfied. So today I did write some notes. Normally I don't write notes, right? But, and I kind of just go off the cuff, but today I did write some notes um, because I've been doing a lot of journaling. Um, My faith planner has uh, come out, the God planner, and I hope that everyone can get your hands on it at some point. It's on Amazon, and it really is a blessing um, for me, and I'm and I'm sure it's going to be a blessing for you because it does help you to really focus on 
um, being mindful about prayer and intentional about prayer, um, intentional about your life and how you, you know, the dreams and plans that you have for your life and um, just tracking it, you know, and seeing how it goes because it's nice to look back on your your daily plans and to see that you've actually accomplished some things, you know. So that's what I've been doing a lot lately and I've been writing a lot. So I did write some questions and like things for us to think about, you know, some points. Um, so, so at certain points, it's going to sound as though I'm reading because I am reading um, from my notes. Um, so my, I have opening questions. My opening questions are, what are your dreams for your life? These are things to think about. What kinds of dreams do you think God has for your life? Do you and God have a common dream? Or do you ignore or doubt the purpose God has for your life? These are questions that I ask myself all the time. Does my dream align with God's dream? Are they are they even in common? You know, or am I just totally going off of my own emotions? Am I actually spending time praying about things and then waiting for the answer? I think a lot of times I do this a lot where I'll pray and if I don't hear an answer right away, I'll start thinking about what I want and assuming that that's the answer God gave me. And that's not always the case. A lot of times we need to just wait and be patient. But that can be difficult, especially if you are in a trying situation um, or you have challenges that are in your face right now, you know. So I always think about consistent prayer, right, and what that looks like. And what that looks like to me is not just taking an hour out of your day just to pray, but it's being in constant communication. So no matter what your your situation is, you are in constant communication with God throughout the day. Even a small thought about him means that you're in communication, you're in prayer, Um, you know, thinking on his goodness, thinking about how he's kept you throughout the day, and going to him with every small detail is what we need to do when we want to be in constant communication with God. That also talks about uh, what is God's dream for us, but his desires can be very clear when we are in constant communication with him. When we read his word, we'll know exactly what he wants because he says it, you know. He's not trying to hide things from us. Um, he wants us to trust him ultimately is what I get when I read the Bible. And when I am in constant communication with him, I realize that he just wants me to trust him. And by relinquishing my own fear allows me to trust him more. I feel like when we live in a constant state of shame and guilt and fear, um, we're not able to really trust God the way we want to or we need to, you know. Um, And there's a difference between shame and guilt. I think I, I talked about that in some previous podcasts, but those themes have been coming up lately a lot for me. And, um... When I think about shame and guilt, the things that we hold on to prevent us from really living a full life, you know, Um, not just doing something bad, right? That's the guilt. I did something bad, but the shame is that I am bad or that because of this situation, you know, 
in some kind of way is directly a reflection on me. And when I think about God's dream for my life, I know I can't really grasp hold of it if I'm still holding on to shame and guilt and fear. Fear is debilitating. It stops us from moving forward. It stops us from dreaming and from believing that we can have the things that God wants for us. Um, Okay, so I have some scriptures that I'd like to share with you. The first one is Isaiah 61, 1 to 4. So again, that's Isaiah 61, 1 to 4. The Spirit of the Lord, the Eternal, is one me. The Lord has appointed me for a special purpose. He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to repair broken hearts and to declare to those who are held captive and bound in prison, be free from your imprisonment. He has sent me to announce the year of Jubilee, the season of the eternal's favor. For our enemies, it will be a day of God's wrath. For those who mourn, it will be a time of comfort. As for those who grieve over Zion, God has sent me to give them a beautiful crown in exchange for ashes, to atone them with gladness instead of sorrow, to wrap them in victory, joy, and praise instead of depression and sadness. People will call them magnificent, like great towering trees standing for what is right. They will stand to the glory of the eternal who planted them, and they will rebuild this place from its ancient ruins. They will restore the ages old, once splendid structures. They will renew Israel's ruined cities from the ashes and debris that laid untouched for many generations. Amen. That to me was so powerful. And, um... Wow, it it was so powerful because I just think about what God has for his people. And it's just more evidence that he wants to turn everything around that, that causes us to be sad and depressed. He wants us to have victory and joy. And he says it right here in his word, you know. God does not want us to live in constant fear. He wants us to be free from from fear. He wants us to be free from the imprisonment of our mind and the things that hold us captive. He declares that we be free in his word, right? The spirit of the Lord, the eternal one on me. God is on me, with me, and in me. And so um, that scripture really does kind of embody the dreams that God has for us. It reminds me that God, his dream is to free his people, right? From the imprisonment and the bondage that we sometimes inflict on ourselves. He wants us to feel comforted, confident, and happy. He wants to shape us into uh, these beautiful people, right? He wants us to live our lives where we're able to share with others, Believe me, God does not want us to be living a life of depression, um, sadness, misery, anxiety, right? Living a life filled with sorrow 
even those who mourn, God talks about giving beauty for ashes. You know, he wants to even take us, lift us up higher. Even in our state of mourning, God is there. I was just talking to a friend recently about um, the loss of a loved one. And I think we need to give ourselves a lot of grace when it comes to losing people, whether physically that they've gone on with God or that they have just decided to no longer have a relationship with you, right? A loss is a loss. And we have to give ourselves time to mourn that loss, to accept it, um, and to try to heal from it, right? There's no time limit on it. However, God does not want us to live in excessive mourning. He wants us to understand that He's there for us, right? And He loves us. So be gentle with yourself. Sometimes you're going to have good days. Sometimes you're not going to have good days. And that's okay, right? That's okay. When you feel like you're having one of those difficult days, tap into Christ. Keep your eyes stayed on him. That's what that's what that phrase means when it tells us to be in constant communication with God, right? To keep our minds stayed on him. When we call on the Holy Spirit, it will come, right? It's, it gives us perfect peace, even when we're sad, even when we're mourning, even in difficult situations. So you don't have to expect to have this uh, 100% turnaround when you're feeling sad. And don't let other people put their expectations on you as to when you should feel better, right? Take your time, give yourself grace, and move on as God would have you to living a full life, knowing that nothing, nothing was lost, that the love is always there, right? We can continue to love even when things have gone on, even when, you know, it's time to move forward to the next chapter. Love is always there. And God's love is there. And so when we think about dreaming again, we think, I think about what is God's new dream for me? Or what's my intention on how to access that dream, right? How am I going to be intentional about accessing God's dream for my life? What are some steps and things that I'm going to do to access that dream? And when I rely on myself, I'm not really accessing and tapping into that dream. So I know that dreaming with God begins with relying on him totally, right? Um, The way I do this is by reading my scriptures, by listening to positive podcasts, by engaging in life groups and, you know, uh, building with others who share my vision and and faith. I think we really need to always be with like-minded people, people who want to help you elevate and help you grow, And when we're not aligned with others who have that same, that same faith, you know, not even just the same faith, but the same purpose and and driven, they don't have the same purpose and, you know, drive for their lives. A lot of times that will bring us down, right? And so we need to always align ourselves 
with other believers and, and family members and friends who encourage you and motivate you right, to be better and to see yourself in a, in a different light. How we talk to ourselves is also important, remembering to constantly speak life in our, to ourselves, not using words that debil- debilitate us and that bring us down and that diminish us, you know? We have to watch the words we say to each other. Uh, we have to watch how we speak to others. It's very important. I know that I do that quite often. I'll think things, even if someone didn't say it to me, um, I'll start to second guess myself. Or um, if someone's made a comment about my hair or, you know, then I'll start thinking like, wow, well, maybe, you know, I should have done it differently or maybe, you know, going right into self-doubt. And that's not what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. He wants us to rely on him fully. He wants us to have an obedient um, attitude. And what does having an attitude of obedience mean? It means that we have to be obedient to God's word, right? To be a dreamer, you must be obedient. If we think about uh, athletes, right? An Olympic athlete is a dreamer, right? And he has to be obedient to the structure of his um, day-to-day practices to make sure that he's strong and that he's working out so he's able to accomplish his goal of being an athlete. CEOs are dreamers. They have to be obedient to the structures and sticking with the plan that they have in order to be successful, right? They dream is because they just, they stick to a plan. Dreaming uh, with God is no different. We have to stick with his plan. We have to obey the words of the Bible and we have to do it daily. We have to live this life daily. We have to make changes and take steps um, towards obedience. When you're obedient to God's word um, and to the, the life that he would have us live, then Nothing is impossible for God. The Bible says that nothing, absolutely nothing. You could actually tell a mountain to move. And a mountain is metaphorical, right? It could be any mountain, any challenge in your life. And if you believe, it will move. But that also comes through obedience, practice, constant communication um, with God and with your creator. We have to stay joined together with God. This has to be a a relationship. And relationships are not built overnight. It is built over time. Okay, another scripture I have is John 15, 7. Stay joined together with me and follow my teachings. If you do this, you can ask for anything you want and it will be given to you. The promise of obedience is really amazing, right? If you think about it, that if we're obedient, we can ask for anything. And and when I say anything, it's not about asking for physical things, right? Um, but it's more about asking God to fulfill his dream in your life. Not just about getting things we want, right? Um, like winning the lottery or a prize or something like that. It's more about following his teachings and believing that 
when you do, amazing things are going to happen to you. And that he's going to answer prayer. That that he heals and he delivers us. And that he opens doors and shows us favor when it seems impossible. That's what I mean by asking for anything, right? Um, and that when we're obedient, those doors and the favor that he gives us is really limitless. And so that's what I want you to think about when you think about that particular um, scripture and what it means to be obedient to God and how being obedient can can um, ignite dreams and it can help us to dream again and it helps us to live out God's dream for us, right? Another scripture I found was John fifteen ten. That was a really good one as well. I have obeyed my father's commands and he continues to love me. In the same way, if you obey my commands, I will continue to love you. I have told you these things so that you can have the true happiness that I have. I want you to be completely happy. Completely. That's that's the dream God has for us. He wants us to be completely happy. Happiness comes from obedience. Choosing God and choosing to live a life where you are connected to someone greater than yourself will bring you happiness. When we choose to disobey, um, we normally end up very unhappy. We have very miserable lives. We don't have connection, right? When we don't have connection, we feel frustrated and lost. And we want to have sound connection with God. We don't want to just be spiritual or religious. You know, I've heard people say that, I'm spiritual, I'm religious. We don't really want to just be that. We want to be, well, I, I want to be obedient to God. And I want to have a deeper relationship and connection with him. I don't just want to be religious. I don't just want to be spiritual. I really want this to be a daily practice. I want this to be a friendship, a relationship. And it can only happen when I'm consistent and I'm intentional. I'm reflective about the things I've done in the past and wanting to genuinely have a brighter future. And I can do that when I'm obedient to God. When I wait for him patiently, when I choose him. And when I choose him, I'm choosing his dream for me. That's the key. When we choose him, we automatically choose his dream for, for ourselves, you know. Um, he wants us to, pr- to pursue a life that is, is perfect. He is perfect. And he's not concerned about our imperfections. He's really not. Because he's already, he's already paid it all for us. What he's concerned, I feel mostly about is how much we love him how much we trust him and depend on him he really this is a faith journey this really is a faith journey having faith is extremely important to our walk with christ 
What, is, what does it mean to pursue God's heart? I, that's a question I ask myself constantly. How am I pursuing his heart? You know, um, and, and how can I do it today? And how does my destiny, how does my destiny align with the very pursuit of God's heart? Hmm. Acts 13, I just found another scripture, 22. I told you this is going to be different because I'm looking for scriptures as we talk. I found this is a different one, but it's very important. Acts 20, Acts 13, 22. After removing him, God raised up David to be king. For God said of him, I have found in David, son of Jesse, a man who always pursues my heart and will accomplish all that I have destined him to do. God will raise up a king in us, a queen in us, when we pursue his heart. And when we just think about the life of David, if you know anything about him, he had a lot of struggle. David was not a perfect guy, by no means. And God still chose him because he pursued his heart. God wasn't looking at all of his imperfections because he already knew, you know, who David was. He knew the the guy he was dealing with. And still, he chose to accomplish great things in him because he pursued him. Philippines, Philippians 3.13 Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have attained this. Instead, I am single-minded, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching out for the things that are ahead. With this goal in mind, I strive towards the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. God is incredible, and his love is massive. Um, As we work to fulfill it, uh, we have to remember that change must be constant in our lives. We must consistently work on change and changing our hearts and how we live um, and be ready. We have to be ready when God is ready to use us, right? Um, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast today. I told you it was going to be a little different because I was, I had some scriptures that I wanted to share with you, but I also want to share my heart at the same time. I think practically we have to, when we want to dream again, that dream has to start with our relationship with Christ. It has to start with our walk with him. It has to start with uh, building a foundation, building connectivity, um, and when we do that, I think all of the dreams he has for us will really come clear, right? Um, also keeping in mind that we want to be obedient, right? And we want to pursue his heart. When we do those things, we're able to love in a completely different way. The conversation that I've, I've had with many of my friends is how, how can we work together to make change in not just our lives, but the lives of others? What's something that we can do? to bring God's dream to fruition for someone else. I mean, have you ever thought about that? Like, what can you do? Like you, what can you do to bring God's dream alive for someone else? I mean, that's like a radical thought that we can actually 
God can use us to bring someone else's dreams alive. So think about that today. What's one thing you can do that you, something, it doesn't have to be anything major, but think about the people and the friends you have and, you know, people you're connected to. What's something you can do to bring their dreams to life? Um, and pray about it. Go to God and ask, what's something I can do today? How can I help be uh, a light for you? You know, how can I help bring someone else's dream alive, God? Because God wants us to work this way. He wants us to work in love. He wants us to work together. Um, And we can't do that if we're always thinking about self, you know. And I say this all the time. We're a community. We're in this together. And God uses people to help bring the dream alive. He uses us. We, we are his vessel. That, that's the whole po- point of this whole thing. It's so we can bring joy and light. And people should see that light in you. They should see something different about you. And when you want to dream a new dream, you can do it. It's in you. The light is already there. But it starts with being connected. So again, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, I know it's been a little while, but I've been thinking about what to do next. And um, like I said, I've been kind of busy with the God Planner. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been really busy with the God Planner and um, with work and, you know, just praying and asking God for direction and I just I hope that you find comfort in knowing that we're not alone that everything we have and that that has gotten us to this point God has been building he's been building us up for greater so nothing's lost nothing is lost He's been building us for this purpose, for this moment. And that whatever the next dream is, whatever the next chapter that God has for you, you are ready. You are enough. You have all the tools you need. Everything you need, you got. God has already placed it deep inside you from the very beginning. Now, It's just you having the confidence and faith, knowing that it's in you and that you have the ability. You are more than enough. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. I hope it brings you some some joy and peace. And if it was helpful in any way, please, please share it with a friend or family member. Remember, we're living this life together. And we want to be self-reflective on our journey. So thank you again. Be blessed.